Hello, Hooray for Monday listeners. Last week, Aletta shared several strategies teachers can use to ensure their students know they are not alone. This week, she's building on that idea. Aletta, tell us what today's post is about. Thanks, Jenna. Well, today I'm looking at something called the social discipline window. Several years ago, researchers Paul McCold and Ted Watchtell adapted this framework to describe the various approaches teachers take to both address discipline issues in their classrooms and to create classroom culture overall. There's a picture of this framework in the blog post that we'll link to in our show notes, but since we can't see the framework in a podcast, can you describe it a little for our listeners? Imagine a graph with an X and Y axis. The horizontal X axis is a continuum of support from low support at the left to high support at the right. The vertical Y axis is a continuum of classroom control from low control at the bottom to high control at the top. Between these two axes, there's a four square grid or window with each square describing an approach to discipline and practice that corresponds with its placement on that X and Y continuum. So today's blog focuses on the top right box where there's the highest level of both control and support. This is the with approach, which Watchtell describes as characterized by doing things with people rather than doing things to them or for them. I want to pause you there for just a second and ask about that word control, because we talk all the time about the importance of students having a strong voice in all that takes place in the classroom, guiding the learning, if you will. It's easy to see why a classroom with high support would be a classroom where teachers are working with students, but the high control suggests a reduction of student ownership over the learning. Right, right. I'm so glad you pointed that out. So there's a common misconception that student-driven learning lacks discipline or teacher-driven expectations. It doesn't. There's a high amount of control over the environment because otherwise things would descend into chaos. The difference in an engagement-based student-centered classroom is that the students play an active role in designing and maintaining that structure, the limit setting, and the sense of order. In other words, instead of being controlled by teachers, students share control with teachers. We're on the same team. And you talk in this post about ways in which we, as adults, can invite students into that process. Let's hear more. I'm Aletta Margolis, and this is Hooray for Monday, your inspiration and toolkit for the week ahead. Two, not, four, with. Hooray for Monday, April 10th, 2023. Last week, I shared several activities teachers can undertake to ensure our students know they are not alone. Such activities are important, but how they are carried out is even more important. The how has a lot to do with our mindset. Throughout your studies as a teacher, you have no doubt seen the social discipline window, which is often used to describe discipline approaches employed by schools that are shifting to a restorative model. If you want to ensure your students know they are not alone, with is the mindset to adopt in approaching instruction as well as discipline. A with approach to teaching is both supportive and grounded in clear expectations. When we use a with approach, we're shifting from, it's my job to do things for students, to it's my job to engage with students 
because I truly value what they bring to our community. See how that can help students know they're not alone? Society expects adults to spend a lot of time in the two and four quadrants of the social discipline window when relating to children. Adults are supposed to be the experts on all things, the ones who teach children to conform to societal expectations and respect adult authority without question. But we're also supposed to be the nurturers who fix problems for students because, as the experts, we know how. Such approaches don't build independence, though, and they don't inspire the kind of creative thought our children are going to need when they grow up to deal with the challenges of the world. A with approach, on the other hand, requires us as adults to engage our own curiosity, knowing that curiosity equals respect, and look for ways to help our students grow their own expertise. This looks like asking about students' experience solving a math problem, or whether they felt the feedback they received on their essay was helpful, or how they'd recommend managing traffic flow in the lunchroom. It looks like asking students for their ideas and recommendations when we are trying to solve problems large and small, and not always jumping in with our own solutions. If we regularly took this approach with our students, imagine how connected they would feel. This shift in mindset elevates strength and belonging to the same level as teach reading and math and will go a long way toward making our students feel safe and valued. As you consider your plans for the week ahead, look for the places where you can learn with your students. Your students and their teacher will benefit. Links to the resources are in the written version of Hooray for Monday, as well as the notes for this episode. What we're curious about this week each week, a member of the Inspired Teaching community will share something that's currently piquing their curiosity. Maybe it will spark yours too. This week, we hear from Monica brady Meyerov, Inspired Teaching board member and EdTech entrepreneur. Soon after I graduated from college, I lived overseas, primarily working as a journalist. But I also taught English as a second language to advanced students. Teaching English helped me meet Brazilians when I was in Rio de Janeiro and taught me how little I know about my own first language. Since then, I've been curious about the rules of English and thought about learning more. I finally had the opportunity this fall when I decided to go back to school to get my certificate to teach English to speakers of other languages, better known as TESOL. When I enrolled in online courses at the University of Massachusetts, I was prepared to learn the best approaches to making engaging lessons. What I didn't realize is that I would be required to take two linguistics classes that would focus on sentence structure and grammar. This curiosity about English is really challenging me. English is my first language, and if you're like me, you think you speak your first language pretty well. Or should it be good? But I quickly learned I didn't know anything about how English is structured grammatically or how you could explain it to someone learning English as a new language. Here's an example you can challenge yourself with. Listen to these phrases from Ron Cowan's book, The Teacher's Grammar of English, and then explain how and why they are all slightly different and what rules govern the use of the definite, indefinite, and zero article. He always eats breakfast in the kitchen. The breakfast was delicious. 
They serve a fantastic breakfast at that diner. I'm enjoying learning how I can use grammar to explain the differences in these sentences. The first is a custom. The second is a particular meal known to the listener. The third is a particular kind of meal served. It makes me appreciate how hard it is for others to learn English and respect anyone who is learning another language. Resources for teaching with. Creating a classroom that is student, not teacher, driven. This Edutopia article by Miriam Plotinsky explores how student-driven learning doesn't mean teacher-absent learning. Quote, rather, we develop the dexterity to meet a number of ever-shifting demands with students who we intentionally prepare to meet new challenges. Three ways to check the mood of the room. These activities create space to demonstrate respect for our students and for what they bring to the learning environment. Warming up with mutual respect. This series of warm-up activities activates the mind and body, and it offers the opportunity for students to feel seen and heard right as class begins. Applying that with approach by doing each activity right alongside your students will get your class started in a great way. Professional learning. Registration is live for our Teaching with Improvisation Fellowship, a three-day summer institute, June 27 to 29, with in-classroom support during school year 23-24. This program is open to all teachers who teach in Washington, D.C., public, charter, and independent schools. The program is free, in-person, and teachers receive a participation stipend. You can find the application in the written version and the notes for this episode. The theme for our April Inspired Teaching Institute is Building Student Persistence Through Action. Join us online today, Monday, April 10th, 345 to 5 p.m. Eastern, or Wednesday, April 12th, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Spring has sprung, and so has the desire to get moving. It's time to use that physical energy to your teaching advantage. One of the secrets to student engagement is to make learning a physical process. Students are more likely to stay motivated to learn and persist through an activity when it gets them up and moving and puts them into action. In this institute, we will learn eight different ways to infuse action into the learning process using improvisation, dance, creating with materials, physical games, and more. Active learning isn't just the purview of early childhood and elementary school. These activities are applicable across grade levels and subject areas. The program is free. Certificates of completion will be provided for all participants. Registration links are in the written version and in the notes for this episode. Hooray for Monday is an award-winning weekly publication of Center for Inspired Teaching, an independent nonprofit organization that invests in and supports teachers. Inspired Teaching provides transformative improvisation-based professional learning for teachers that is 100% engaging intellectually, emotionally, and physically. Our mission is to create radical change in the school experience away from compliance and toward authentic engagement. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.